This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No rest! Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Rail, and welcome to Keeping It Real. We're Young Way. Boom. We're getting it right now. Uh, <laughs> Yo, today should be a fun, fun show. And, and you know, it's crazy. You know, we was trying to figure out, and let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. We had a guest. Mm-hmm. They couldn't make it, so we had to switch some things around. Yeah. But I honestly literally just came from therapy. You, oh, you just came from therapy? I didn't know that. Yeah, I go to therapy once a week. Oh, wow. Just came from therapy. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's, I love therapy. I like, I love going. I love the fact that I'm comfortable saying that. I love the fact that, um, <laughs> we um, do you go to therapy? I do not, man. I, I, I man, I need to go talk to the lady. The lady. I mean, it don't have to be a lady. But I'm just saying, you know, that's what people say when they get in trouble. Like, I need, I need to go talk to the lady. Well, you tell your girl, I just talked to the lady, but you never really talked to her. But I need to go talk to somebody. That's the ghettoest shit <laughs> I've ever heard. The lady, bro. People say that. People say that though. Wait, that's wait. how you know they lying. Yeah, that is who, true. Who, who you talk? Who the lady? Uh, the lady. If you don't know your doctor <laughs> name, you ain't talking to nobody. Well, I need to go see the lady. One day I'm gonna go, and I'm glad that you're talking about this. So, when did you decide that you need to go see? They're not need, but you thought no, it, was, it, it was a real thing. I was having a panic attack mm. sitting on my stairs um, at my house, really? and I couldn't stop crying, and I didn't know why. Wow! And I told April, I was like, "Ah, right, it's time," because she already had a list, mm. and like Doctor Shamin, I don't know why. It's like <laughs> I just knew it was her because mm. she she has auntie energy. Uh, what? Yeah, like okay. like that auntie that don't give a fuck about hurting your feelings and shit. <laughs> like that's <laughs> cause sometimes she'll get frustrated with me. She'll go, Rel, okay, Rel, hear me out. Here we go. <laughs> no, here we go. I'm like, damn. All mm. right. But you know, but then weirdly it feel like a friendship. <laughs> cause she like we just get to talking. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't realize how many things I've buried and didn't deal with, and right. man, it, it, and it's it's interesting, especially being an entertainer. How many inter like I, even nowadays, right? I think it's dope that people are really owning the fact that their mental health is important. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With uh, uh, what's the name? The, the tennis player, Naomi uh, uh, Osaka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I like the fact that when she said, "Hey, I need a break." Yeah, that was crazy. Right? That's Not what crazy, the fuck that she real. did. Yeah, it was real. I yeah. mean, Kyrie did that. You know, Ben Simmons yeah. catches hell from that. Right. But listen to, you know, when I heard Jason uh, Williams talk about when he went and visited him, he's mm-hmm. like, no, it's not. I, I, he felt bad about how much he was criticizing right. him yeah. until he said and talked to him. Because yeah. uh, people expect you to be machines, man. Yeah. And especially as black people, man. We went through, we've been through so much shit mm-hmm. growing up in our childhoods and shit like that. Like, we've buried a lot of stuff. I, I thought about that. That's one of the things I learned, like. I normalized shit that wasn't normal. Like what? Like losing a classmate every year. Yeah. Those are still kids. Yeah. And but I normalized it because it was happening all the time. Mm-hmm. And because it was happening all the time, it was normal to me. It wasn't until like 
I got older and even going to therapy, like, oh, shit, that's so tragic. So every year in the yearbook, it was two or three kids. We didn't, kids. And when it's your age group, you don't even look at it like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I even think about when Tupac and Biggie died, and I was younger, and when I, like, got older than them, I'm like, they were only 24 and 25 years yeah, old? doing all of that. I, I thought about that recently. Like, man, what? They murdered <laughs> a 24. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And so, like, all that shit. Like, you know, we from Chicago, man. Yeah, we see a lot. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, what's the reason why you won't go? Um... I think one of the main reasons is you just don't want people all in your business. I think that's the first thing we think of. And it's it's so, it's so I don't say negative. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't because they have a hippo. Lock. You can sue them okay. if they tell your business. Yeah, but it's like this vulnerability that you just fight from. You fight from or you fight it. And I, I don't know. I, I really think that's what it is. Not saying, I mean, I'm over it now. I, I feel like I'll do it more. I'm saying like three weeks ago, I'd probably be like, no. Nah. Like, that's so recent. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two weeks ago, man. I was like, well, fuck not, that not literally, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you said that was very specific. You said three weeks ago. I mean, like, so how do you deal with stuff? How do I? I just, uh, I let it go. I just move on. And that's probably burying. That's something I learned, right? Mm -hmm. I learned that my moving on was, was burying things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. Like, and that's, it's funny. I'm glad we're talking about this because it is like a, you know, especially, you know, we black men. Like, right. Right. like you just said, you don't want to be vulnerable you, mm -hmm. because people make you feel weak. Yeah. That's if you show thing. that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's like, that's not weak. Mm. That's how you have all these crazy niggas out here. Yeah. I used to do a bit about uh, the, the cousin that's just, he don't know how to cry. So he just, he just, I did like a strong cousin with him not a cry, so he just angry all the fucking okay. time. That's real shit. Yeah. It's all pent up. It's pent up and you try to move on from it. You know what I'm saying? Like you think about like, let's go to Boys in the Hood. It's a perfect example. Doughboy. Mm -hmm. All that shit. He got his brother got killed. He wouldn't got them niggas back. And and then he ended up getting killed, right? Because he ended yeah. up disappearing and shit. Like, damn, they the Doughboy ended up dying sometime. Right. Some, like, it's like, that's a part of being... Pent up. And so what do you do with that energy? And that's a lot of people out here. Like, they just got pent up anger. Like, they fucking pissed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people dealing with a lot now. Like, it's, I mean. I want to do Putin go to therapy. Uh, Probably not. He, will be my but guess. But what if he did? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> what, like, what the fuck? He said, I want to destroy everything. You can't Why do Why do I want to do that? And you can't do Tommy! that. You can't do that. As you I want tell. to destroy the world. <laughs> Why do I want to do that? <laughs> I mean, tell me. But what does somebody tell him in that moment? <laughs> like, yo, no, like you can't do that. Yeah, that's a, fuck that. Huh? He's probably. Let me tell you something. Because this is where <laughs> most people use a confessional mm -hmm. as their therapy. I was watching. What the fuck was I watching? Like in the Catholic Church, right? Yeah, but I was watching some. Well, like some like he was a killer though. Oh yeah, I was watching Ozark, mm. and one of the, the guy, the bad guy, that like um, Javi, the, Javi. Yeah, he's like he was talking to the priest, telling him all this shit, and a lot of like when you think about it, it's been like cold blooded killers. 
Was it Javier Navarro? Which one? It don't was... matter. He's okay. a bad guy. Shit, man. Okay. And the and, priest was talking to him. And he was talking to the priest uh-huh. about all the shit he was doing. Okay. And I just think that's really interesting, right? Well, like, that life is like you just won't go with. Like, if you, this thing you don't realize, the more you open up, the better shit becomes. Hmm. You, you just saying like the more I open up to someone or like, do I? Does it have to be to a person? Yes, like the whole thing about oh, I don't want to tell nobody my business, man. Mm. Like, what the fuck is that about? What is that about? Like, first of all, you're doing a podcast now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We telling people all types of shit. Yeah, we got to be more open. I mean, I I think the therapy would be the first thing I need to go do. So I would love the number. Um, the network of people. But you got to figure out who you want. Like, look, I, I lucked out that my, me and my therapist, I know a lot of people that's ran through therapists. But ran, they fucking, ran through But therapists. people that do that, I think, are insane. Okay. I think, like, they just, like, they want them to say some shit that they want to they, hear. That they're not, they're not saying to them. So what's the point of going to therapy? But this thing, too, like, you know, I don't want to make it a black and white thing, but, like, I, do, I, don't, think, I, I don't think I could have had a white therapist. Hmm. Like, yeah, and, that, and how does that make you feel? Shut the fuck up. Like, I can see me saying that to him. You know what I mean? Like, Dr. Shamina, just, it's just pure, man. And sometimes we get to, like, these really, like, black conversations. So how did y'all find Dr. Shamin? Just through a... April. April just gave me a list. How April. you find Dr. Shamina? Um, there's, like, a database of, like, black uh, psychiatrists and psychologists. Um, well, there's several. Yeah. But you can find... Can you find me one? Yeah. I I, I want to go. Yeah. Like there's like black girls for therapy or therapyforblackgirls.com. Mm-hmm. There's um I can't think of any others right now. But therapyforblackgirls.com uh, is one. Do you go to therapy? I need a new therapist. I haven't been in a few months. So you running, why do you need why do you need a new therapist? I about to say so you run a therapist. <laughs> because I have y'all in my life. Um no. Uh, <laughs> wow. Damn, all right. <laughs> well, well, all right. No. Um I just think it's good to have a, a therapist. Um at all times to your disposal because different things happen. But I I didn't really like the the last one I got. Hmm. What so was it a brother? Was it a sister? It was a it was a black woman. Um I don't know. I just hmm. I felt like she really wasn't listening. Mm. Wait a minute now. See? Yeah. And so that was kind of the thing. Like, cause I would um like, I remember, like, I was telling her about something that just kind of, like, she was like, oh, like, you know, like, well, how's your week going? And I had, like, told her about, like, one thing. And then she started, like, going in on me about this, like, one very minute thing. It was like, maybe, like, I hadn't eaten until, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon that day. And she's like, you need to take care of yourself. And it was kind of, like, harping on me about, like, <laughs> not eating until late. And I'm like, girl, we only got, like, 45 minutes. I ain't coming here to talk to you about my, my damn diet. See, like, I got, I had, is, I had bigger shit. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Talk about. Well, here we go. See, that. I almost want to have a group, like talk to other people who go to therapy yeah. because I have friends and they be they always talking about replacing the therapist. They people if the, if the therapist ain't saying what you want them to say, does that but like because like when I go to Doctor Shamina, right? Mm. She when we come in there, she's always like, "So how are you?" And, I'm like, and I just start fucking talking, mm. which I think that's the thing too. I think you got to be really open, like. I think me being a stand-up comic maybe mm-hmm. helps that I, like, I just be going the fuck in. Like, maybe the first 30 minutes of me, it's just me talking. And she takes it all in, and then she assesses it, and it becomes a conversation. But and in- I give her all that shit. It'd be like a fucking, 
it can go from baby mamas to my whatever the fuck. Like I'm like shoobity dobos. And I feel like she does a good job of taking notes and she's like, okay, let's turn. And then she always figure out a way where it all makes sense together. Hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. And then she'd be like, well, that's her time. Basically, she's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> that's our time. I have her the client. <laughs> <laughs> but be, in the beginning, it wasn't like that. So she had to ask questions initially. She she hit me with some hard ones, man. You mm. know, like I, when I, I'm about to do my next special, and that's what I'm going to really dive into that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really going to talk about all this stuff. Mm. And, you know, uh, I mean, we just dive into stuff, man. It, and life is... I realize it's so much shit happening in my life all the time, mm. like all the time, mm. like constantly. But a lot of my shit comes from just traumatic shit. This a, death really is what's, yeah. what I've buried the most with and dealing with my mom and shit yeah. like that. And mm. and so like, yo, I'm, man, I, I love going to therapy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might be a better person if I uh, get, get out there and get open because like I buried – a lot of trauma as well. My grandfather lost him at 14. I was like my best friend. But, mm. And I just moved on. I remember my mom came to the door and was like, yo, I, I, I had my door locked. She's like, um, Big Hurt is dead. Mm. I was like, everything just stopped. And I just went and closed the door and laid back down. And that was it. And that's the thing about it. You think that's it. Right. And then you have a moment yeah. where whatever you've been burying comes back. I, I think about this. If I haven't been going to, like, this Mother's Day that just passed was really tough for me. And, you know, it is what it is. But this is the crazy part. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I ever knew how to kind of, I was okay with it. Like, right. I was okay with the pain. Because mm -hmm. it was it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's normal to fucking hurt right. and, and mourn. And it's okay. Like, cool. Because I was able to, like, have moments where I was hurt, but then I was also very grateful. Right. And but I was able to deal with it. And in the past, I would have either tried to do, I don't care if it was like like over drinking, if yeah. it was going out, if like yeah. to compensate that shit. Mm -hmm. Put on a comedy show, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. This time all I did was just drive. Mm. Before I went to Danella, uh, we got I took her to dinner. Shouts out to my boo thing. Um, I, I just took a drive, man. And I played one song. I played CC Winans Never Lost. Because mm. it popped in my head that morning and I just drove. And it felt good because it was a weird thing. It was like, I was driving and I was sad. But then also I was like, shit, this is so dope. Like, dang, that is, thank you, God, for my mom. That Thank you for pairing me with this lady. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who invested into me. But I'm saying, like, if I didn't go to therapy to dive into that stuff, I would, like, I used to bury that pain because I was afraid of what it would have me doing. Mm -hmm. And I ain't give a fuck. If you pulled up next to me on Sunday and saw me crying, I ain't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, just, it was just what it was. And I'm glad I was able to let that shit out. And then I went to dinner with Danella. And she was just like, and I was trying to be cool, I guess. Uh -huh. And she's like, how you how you doing today? How your spirit feel? And I'm like, come on, baby, I'm good. You know what I mean? Mm. And then I sat in it for a second. And then she came and sat next to me, went to Jar, because we were sitting across from each other. She came and sat next to me. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm a little sad. Mm. 
Mm. And I explained to her why. You know, it's one of those things I think for now for me is you know, the newest experience for me is it's like, damn, man, my mother worked really hard and invested so much time in me. Right. Even though, you know, we could think the greatest of like, oh, she's in heaven and all that. But like, I'm like, dang, but she didn't experience this dope shit down here. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, mm-hmm. damn, like I really want to... Yeah. Take on a vacation or yeah. buy a car or fucking buy a house, all that shit you do. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. And, but then this is so crazy. I, I tell you this about this in therapy today. And this is why I believe I'm in love with Danella because she reminds me so much of my mother. Hmm. And I didn't fucking realize that until today. I'm like, why the fuck do I like this girl so much? Hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. Because I realized today, the moments that I miss, I'm like, damn, you know what I miss? Just her looking proud of me. Mm. Every time I did some shit, no matter if it was uh, a church play, or yeah. we playing the drums, yeah. she just looked proud as fuck. Man. And Danella gives me that all the time. Right. Yeah, it is important to have somebody right there rooting for you to remind you of your mother. Well, it's not even... You can't even get to that if you ain't in the right headspace. You won't even notice that shit. Right. <laughs> and that's my point, too. Like, Dr. Chimini was talking to me today because I was like, yo, I'm so fucking happy right now. It's it was it's kind of scary. Hmm. Like, yo, I'm way too happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm really fucking happy. And I'm like, it's almost scary to be that. Almost like, sometimes I feel like being black, it's like, is it cool that I'm happy? <laughs> You almost want to ask for me, is it cool that I'm like really, like I'm really happy? Hmm. And one thing Dr. Shamina said, <laughs> I keep freaking out, but like she was just like, just sit in that. That's how she said, just sit in it. Hmm. You're supposed to be happy. Life is supposed to be good. You just feel like something could go wrong. But now, you, now you're in that, in that space where you don't even feel that. I think the yeah, therapy I, even makes you when feel shit open. is like a little off, mm-hmm. I'm still happy. It was a time when things were off, I would it would just overly bother me. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know. I this is probably the happiest I've ever fucking been. Man. And what? it's seeping everywhere. Yeah, you do have a sense of freedom. Like you, you taking different projects that you want. Like you, like yeah. it's these are things that you want to be a part of. And yeah, I see, I, I see it in you as well. Like, well, these next few projects too. Like I'm, you know, I'm about to do this this TV series. Where I, now I get to play a bad guy. Oh, nobody ain't seen that yet. Hmm. But I've been waiting on that shit. <laughs> I'm a bad person. A bad person. Damn right I am. <laughs> Show my acting chops. Wow. But then it's a lot of stuff I'm doing where. Because I asked for this. I want to play more dad roles. Hmm. And it's like a drama I'm doing. It's, it's a couple of things, man. And hmm. that's the thing, too. Like, therapy helped me accept leveling up. Hmm. Sometimes it's scary, like, when you start to get all the shit that you, that you dreamed of. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and owning that shit. Like, owning your greatness. Hmm. I remember Dr. Shemini one day was just like, Rel, you're you're amazing. You know you're great, right? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, no, you are. Hmm. And so I had all these moments. I didn't realize I had all that shit buried in me, man. I was fucking, like, I thought about, like, um, <laughs> it was one time before I was, when I was still single and I was talking to her. And I'm like, why well, are these females? Like, I was, at one point, I feel like I was pulling whoever the fuck I wanted. Like, it was just like, 
what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, why all these girls like me? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her about it, and she she got irritated. I'm like, why, 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 why are these girls? She said, real, you're dope. <laughs> Do you understand? You're really dope. You're successful. Mm-hmm. You're a good-looking guy. You're this, you're that. And I'm like, so the trauma of that is, it's like growing up, you know, being a nerdy dude and motherfuckers not seeing you. Yeah. And so I got really good at saying, hey, you only like me because I'm funny. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that's why I'm like, they only like me because I'm funny. Or yeah. they don't like me. And so I got really good at it because that's, like, that's how I get motherfuckers to like me. So you had your guard up all the time. All this time. I didn't realize that shit. Hmm. And then so I had a moment in therapy where... I closed my eyes and I talked to, because I made that decision that it was okay to not be seen for real, like when I was like 12, probably. Hmm. Like a girl I liked a lot that ended up liking my best friend. Yeah, that, that happens to everybody. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> but then I ended up like literally sitting there and I talked to 12 year old me, like, like, yo, you became the cool dude. Because hmm. I look exactly how I wanted to look. Hmm. I used to picture myself as a grown man. I look exactly how the fuck you, I want you to look. You knew you would look like this. Yes. I, like the beard, the glasses, the Jordans, all this shit. I knew. This is very Not intentional. Not the beard, the glasses, and the Jordans. My style, all that shit, bro. I was wow. like, this is what. I'm going to be like Money Making Mitch meets Dwayne Wayne meets Nino Brown. And you did That's that. That's what the fuck. <laughs> that, that is this. Here he is in the flesh. What in the... That's exactly what the fuck I did. I see. I am Dwayne <laughs> Wayne with a Jesus piece. <laughs> and so Danella Joe Whitley? Yeah. Which yeah, is ain't actually, that crazy? Yeah. So that's now that's on some real hey, shit. Yeah, I see it. That little country girl with her little, little hey sweet face. I love that shit. That is hey. I haven't even met her yet. God. That's but cool. I spoke I spoke her. I knew it was time, bro. I knew. Yeah. You, you I, I started speaking you, it up. I remember I was in my trailer one day snapping at myself, yelling at God, like, God, stand up to me. I don't want to be in the streets no more. <laughs> I don't want this shit. That's I, not for me. Man. I can see you doing that. I did do that. I, I believe you. I did not want to be in the streets no more. Hmm. And it was tough because I, before Danella, I was really close. Hmm. You know, I call her Miss S. She was she was right there in the cuff, but I knew it. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. Hmm. And then me and her had a real conversation because that was a therapy session too. Of I was afraid to break her heart. Hmm. I knew she really liked me, and I was trying to have that same feeling back, but I really didn't because I felt the disconnect and something was off. And uh, <laughs> Dr. Shabito used to get up, be like, hey, you have to talk to her, Ralph. Hmm. Ralph. Man up, step up. I'm like, damn, man, all right, shit. And she was right. Yeah. And I was running away from the shit. I was literally avoiding that conversation because I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. I don't want to do that. And we just had, you know, her feelings was hurt, but she's a grown ass woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we was very honest. And then that's when I figured out that's what it was and what was missing. We talked about it and just moved on. And then Danella came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Where'd you meet her? 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. At uh, Megan Good, she's on the show Harlem. Okay. That she had a screen in that station, and Megan and Tavares invited me out. And um, I don't know. I saw Danella walk in. I'm like, who the fuck is this little fine motherfucker? And I had like two chicks with me and shit. You know how I get down. Yeah, you two chicks with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you probably did. That's guy. Well, still, can I say chicks? I don't know what I can say no more. Ladies. Uh, April, is it okay to say chicks? I think chicks is okay. Thank you. I think females is off, though. Yeah. And when she come from Chicago, that's what we used to say that. Like, it was. Yeah. Man. Oh, it. Oh, it was everywhere. See, I, I just know Chicago. So I'm sorry, but yeah, we say females like crazy. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say it, but yeah, but yeah. You said it, women, man. ladies. What else? I don't know what to say no more. <laughs> I, I just be like, hey, I love people, man. <laughs> All people. All people. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but yeah, I was at the at the event, and I got on the mic and said something to Megan, just really from the heart, and just she's just so amazing. She's like a legend, man. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Danella walked up to me and said, hey, that was really sweet of you to say that. And I know you were real about it, too. Okay. Nice to meet you. All right. Who the fuck is this? And I couldn't stop thinking about her. So I went to Megan's page. But I mean, I kind of stalked. I mean, I'm not saying I stalked her. <laughs> but I went to Megan's page. I found Danella's page. And I went down a rabbit hole just looking at everything and watching all her videos and seeing her with her daughters and all this amazing stuff she's doing. And, and then I saw that uh, her and her daughters uh, work with a foundation to feed the homeless. Yeah. And so I was like, all right. I donated some money to it because I thought it was dope. And then she DM'd me like, uh, oh, yeah, I whatever was left they needed, I just right. maxed it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, uh, did you just do that? And I'm like, yeah. And then we started like leaving like, we was DM, DM each other, started talking. Mm-hmm. It was just certain things she was saying. And then she was like, well, uh, text me. Huh. I was like, all right. So I text her and I started leaving a voice memo. So at first... We were leaving each other voice memos. Are oh, you that person? Okay. God damn, yeah. Yeah. If I like you. I hate voice memos. I mean, you wouldn't send me one. I don't, but see, you say that about, I don't like long ass texts. I'd rather you say whatever the fuck you got to say. Uh, I'd rather hear it. All right, well, we're different. That's I fine. tell people that you send me a long ass text, I'm not reading that shit. Yeah, one time you text me that shit. I was like, what does this dude say? Well, you send a long text one Fair. I You could be like, everything that... You'd rather me send you voice memos? Yep. Okay. Wow. Well, now we know. Huh? Yeah, now I know how to. Well, that's different though, April. <laughs> but I, like when somebody like telling you off and shit and they do that shit through a text, that's the most ridiculous. You know how you look like a fucking lunatic doing this, texting for like 
And I and another thing, it's like a like a long, it's no period to that shit. It's just just a rant. <laughs> and you got you look at that shit, you like, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's but, insane. Yeah, that's different. When you're going off with somebody, you have voice memo. But if we talking, I need something to refer back to. So I need to see. Well, we was the, the reason why we voice memo, I did want to hear a voice. Okay, yeah, that's different. That's different. And then I want her to hear how sincere I was, too. <laughs> I can imagine you trying to talk sincere into the phone. This is ridiculous. You said you was in the closet. Well, too. the fucker, if you talk on the phone anyway, it's talking sincere. No. You can't do a sincere text. You rather you rather read a sincere text or hear somebody say it's sincere. Man, you did it in some kind of voice. Wayne, I'm t- I'm asking you a question. What 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 do you I I would type it out and say sincerely. That's some gen- <laughs> <laughs> That's some generational shit, bro. <laughs> That's all right. I'm telling you, it's some like as from the era before like the text was that thing. We had to fucking talk. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I remember those days. Then my mom would get on the phone, the other phone. Hello? Hello? <laughs> get off my mom on the phone. Well, you're going to have to get off. And that was it. I don't want to do that no more. Text me. Text me. I can see why you need therapy. Like, you you a distant motherfucker, man. Well, open. Hey, send me the... <laughs> you know what I, I thought about since we've been in here? Remember mm-hmm. that picture was up yesterday and you were like, I don't really like that one? Uh-huh. And I kept saying, I was like, well, we can take it down. You are like, no, don't worry about it. I was like, Wayne, honor your feelings. And I had to say it like three times before you would just switch out the picture. I'm like, yo, my dude does need some... Somebody that, that mean I need therapy because I don't want a picture up. But I kind of did. I sent it to him. And like, I, I might have wanted it. But see, here we go. You like, it sound like you... Man, like for instance, own that shit. Mm. If you don't like the fucking picture, just take it down. It, you can't please everybody in every fucking thing. Right. See, yeah. you don't even know this shit. You like, brother, you you need therapy, man. Okay. We, we, that's what this is about today. Now I know. April, can you send me the list? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well, I never had one. You need a new one. How many you been through? <laughs> The first one I kept for like a year and some change, though. Okay, that was good. I started going to therapy uh, 2018. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I ain't going nowhere. Dr. Shamina is going to have me as long as she can. So. Mine decided like at the top of the pandemic she was just going to quit. And so huh? I just didn't have anybody. She got that PPP. Like... <laughs> she, got, she got that PPP loan. Yeah, she got up out of there. Until like the end of last year. And Everybody like, kiss my ass. <laughs> I don't want to hear another problem. <laughs> I don't want to hear another problem. <laughs> That's it. I mean, you you know it's funny. I like a therapist that tell me they go to therapy too. Mm. Wow. And Dr. Shamina said that. And I'm like, that's real. Cause you can't be listening to all this shit and just be like, well, all right, let me go home. <laughs> <laughs> See if two two seven on. Not two two seven, bro. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, that's real. Like if I mean, you know what's interesting too. I think about a lot of like uh like pastors and and you know. A lot of them need therapy, cause they they're 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 asked to be therapists without the professional part of it. Right. Uh, you know, my uncle's a pastor, and I remember we took him, me and Matt, my brother Matt, we took him to lunch, uh, lunch at dinner where we went. We went to uh, Uncle Julio's mm. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that spot. That's my best. Sure. Let me tell you something about good meat. It's not that good. I know everybody don't eat meat. Cool. Should be the doubles. For all the meat eaters, it's nothing like some good buttery steak. Buttery steak. Buttery steak. Like if they like got the little frying pan thingy they the fajita meat. Yeah, and they bring it with out. With the butter. Sizzling. Man, yeah. I don't even put the shit in the fajita thing. I just eat the meat. Huh? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. I promise you. I, I, I'm going to tear that shit. Uncle I, Julio? It's all right, man. Uh, not a big fan of it. I love Uncle, Uncle Julio. You know what Uncle Julio's was, too? It's so funny. Me and Verena were just talking about that. Verena is my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. I broke up with her there. Huh? The first time. And she wouldn't let me break up with her. Okay. This was before That's the marriage? We, yeah, before the marriage. Like, I knew this shit wasn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, hey, man, look, let's just go. I separate. And she's like, no. Uh, I'm like, nah, I'm saying I want to break <laughs> up with you. Okay. No, I mean, like, for real. I want this to be over. It's not going to be over. So Whoa. And she's okay. eating her tacos and shit. And then the other day we talked about it. She's like, I remember that. She's like, I wish I would have let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Get why I didn't listen to you. That's what she said. I'm like, well, oh. she really uh, Yeah, but I, I was like, nigga, I tried. <laughs> we got Brittany and Judah. Yeah. I mean, we probably would have still had Brittany and Judah. I was, I told her, I said, <laughs> real with a sneaky link. Sneaky link, it might have been shit. You know, sneaky links happen, man. I mean, you know, it's funny. Nobody, <laughs> that's something that's not talked about. But like, have you ever had a sneaky link with your ex? Yeah, mm. for sure, easily, and it's not yeah bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, look, I, I when I usually break up, it's usually done. Like I haven't talked to who the, one of my girlfriends, and since we broke up, you ain't talked to her since. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, you different. But I ain't gonna hear her cry again. She had like a weird ass cry. What was the cry like, dude? We was on vacation, <laughs> and we had got to argue with. And she was crying. It was like a fake cry. Mm-hmm. It was a real cry, but it sounded fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this can't be fucking real. And I opened the door and she's really crying. But I'm like, why the fuck do it sound like that? <laughs> she was hurt. It was so bad, though. It was <laughs> such a ridiculous. Like, it even so like, like, you ever seen the movie Spaceballs? And- no, man. You know I ain't never seen the oh, movie yeah. Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, I forget. I forget the <laughs> So in the movie Spaceballs, <laughs> they got Princess Vespa, right? Okay. She's a pretty princess. She has a regular voice through the whole movie. But when she sings, she has this basic voice. So like, they all in jail. They hear somebody go, nobody knows <laughs> the triple I see. And then they, <laughs> they reveal to the judge just her sitting there singing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Great movie. Uh, I doubt you it. gotta see Spaceball. No, I'm not even. One of the funniest scenes in movie history is in that movie. Okay. They got these niggas. They told they uh they said, hey man, we need y'all to comb the desert. So they took that shit literally. These motherfuckers <laughs> have big ass combs <laughs> in the desert, right? And they was asking for everybody, hey man, do you see anything? No, we don't see anything over here, sir. Hey, hey guys, did you find anything? Not over here, sir. And they asked this black dude who had a pick. Instead of a cone, he was using a pick. <laughs> They said, have you seen it? Man, we ain't found shit. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen this movie? I have not, and it sounds like something that would be on Bounce like, TV. Is it on Bounce? No, it would be on Bounce. It's, a fucking, it's Mel Brooks. Who is Mel Brooks? <laughs> and there's a Mel Gibson. There's a Mel Man. Wayne, come on, bro. Mel... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this sounds like no, Roots. It was, what was his Roots? The white dudes had the cone. Yeah, pull it up. Just Mel Brooks. This shit's so fucking funny. This is a dude named Mel Brooks in Chicago. This is like a scoop money. of Star Wars. This is one of our first VHS tapes, too, that our family got. It was Spaceball. So I watched this a, a kajillion times. Spaceballs. That's not something I would want to see. But I'm going to watch it just because you nah, say. We finna look at this clip. <laughs> 
Make sure y'all write my list down of what I need to see. Comb the desert! Yes, sir. Sir? What? <laughs> Are we being too literal? No, you fool. We're following orders. We were told to comb the desert, so we're combing it. <laughs> Found anything yet? Nothing yet, sir. <laughs> Real. How about you? <laughs> Not a thing, sir. <laughs> what about you guys? We ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get that that fast? <laughs> what is JJ? We ain't found shit. What is JJ Walker doing in this movie? First of all, I don't. In some movies, I don't think it was actors in it. I think that nigga was just there. That probably wasn't even a line they were supposed to say. He probably hated they gave him a pick. <laughs> we ain't found shit. Nah, that's not the line. That was not a real movie. Y yes, it is. <laughs> Spaceballs is one of the funniest movies of all time. Matter what of fact, that's on. Dang, did I show the kids that yet? Not yet. You want to let your kids see that? Hell yeah. It's fucking hysterical. That's like the Three Stooges. Nah, it's beyond that shit. That's how they was moving. We got the bleeps, the cheeps, the geeps. I mean, he got like, it's so much, it's so many gems in that fucking movie. How do you find these movies, man? Motherfucker, I say it was our first VHS tape. <sighs> this kid, it was like 88 when we got live VCR. Oh, huh? That's so crazy, too. Now that I think about it, like how fast technology has, like, we was just using VCRs, man. Mm. <laughs> and then fucking. It just happened. I took I it. I remember the color TV, the first color TV we got. You remember that? Yes. Because it was like, I was like nine or 10. Uh, like, we got a color TV. Yes. <laughs> With a remote control. <laughs> George Jetson is supposed to be born in 2022. That's uh -huh. crazy. George Jetson is supposed to be born in 2022. Oh, wow. Like, based on like the show. Oh, wow. So we're not getting the flying cars to 2052. Probably. Doing some math. I'm a math math guy. Went to school for finance, if you didn't know. It'd be funny if our country is just trying to make sure we keep up with the Jetsons. Hmm. That's why we don't get none of this new shit. <laughs> Except the Tesla that drives by itself. I like them Teslas. I need one, though. You know something? The Tesla is cool. I don't know. It's not your type of car. Yeah, you know me? Yeah. I like rims and shit and fucking... 98 Lexuses, G-Wagons. Uh, yeah, yeah, drop no. tops, man. Yeah, drop tops. I'm a fucking it boss, was, nigga. Man, L.A. gets cold <laughs> at night. L.A. gets cold at night. And you say, hey, Wayne, we got to drive with the drop top. Something about the drop top in the summer. No, bro, it's 62. 55 in the next five minutes. So what, dude? You just roll the window up, turn the heat up. That makes no sense. Yeah, it do. To me, it does. I, I You know, I, well, I love a drop top, man. Did I drove that drop top Corvette. In Atlanta, couldn't tell me shit. No, that 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 looked that looked all right, but not in LA. LA is where you supposed to have a drop top at. Yeah, but roll the windows up and turn the heat on. It's cold. It's cold. Drive another car. Hey, see that's why you need to go to therapy. <laughs> shit like that. No, he needs to go there. Who does that? <laughs> I do go. So you sound like a disgruntled old uncle. You do. You really sound like a very like that's what that I'm gonna tell you. If you don't go to therapy, that's where you're going. You're going to be an old, complaining-ass uncle, nigga. Tell my shit. What y'all? What? What? What y'all? What y'all over there doing, man? Uh, hey, stop playing. Stop being children. <laughs> playing that damn game. <laughs> Shut up. They trying to bless the food. 
<laughs> but hold on, y'all. A top off, heat on, windows up. What does that mean? It means, motherfucker, I like driving with the top down, and if I turn the heat on, I won't get cold. All right, do what you Boom, want to do. Live man. your life. The seats got it where they, they got heat to come to your neck. Well, what about your hands and your arms? That's why you turn the fucking heat on, bro. Like, my hands, it's freezing right now. I like I get cold. I think I got, like, my blood. I need to get some uh, new blood or something else. I Are you pills. one of those black men that don't like, or, well, not even just black men, but men that just don't like going to the doctor? I go to the doctor. Oh, okay. I just got, like, a low iron, that's all. I think. Have you talked to your doctor about your low iron? I need some beats or something. I don't know. I feel like you sit in the room by yourself and just lose your shit. Like, I, like, <laughs> like I, every time I see you talk, I'll be like, what does he do alone? Like, how do he fucking talk to himself? What do you mean? Like, you that, like, hey, man, come on, Wayne. You got this. You got to do this, Wayne. Come on. Because now you got, you got your son. Mm-hmm. Wayne's a new father. Yeah. Which is... It's certain niggas I've always been shocked that y'all had kids. You and Jermaine Fowler is like, oh shit. If the Lucas brothers had kids, that's gonna shock me too. Mm-hmm. You as a father, Wayne as a father. What type of father do you think you are so far? A great one. Give me somebody to talk to when I'm sitting by myself. In, what in makes room. you what I mean, what makes you think you're a great father? Being there, man. Just being present. Being present, guiding, things like that. I mean, that's all you can do so far. You only one. Yeah, that's real. No. Do you change them? Yeah, I do everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, how was you as a as, as a father when your kids yeah, were born? I say this. I don't know if I fuck with babies like that. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm just being honest. Like, you know, they fucking disgust. Like Brittany was Brittany was kind of easy because little girls. She didn't want to be nasty. Like, I'm, I don't even remember potty training her. I think she just like, look, nigga, I don't want to pee on myself no more. I was like, all right, cool. I got a bathroom shit. Um, <laughs> what? Judah, I feel like he just, I almost feel like, even though he's 12, I feel like now if he could just shit on himself and get changed, he'll still do it. Because <laughs> little boys are lazy as fuck, man. Like, they don't want to, like, they like being catered to. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so they'll do that shit fast. That's why I think girls mature quicker than boys. Boys, like, I'm going to stay, I'm going to go on this ride as long as I can of immaturity. And sometimes they go too long. Right. <laughs> I, know, I didn't I didn't have that, so I was mature early, so I don't know what yeah, you're you talking about. You had that big-ass suit on when I saw you. <laughs> you definitely mature. I, mean, I had big suits since I was a kid, so I've been grown. Yeah, you look like a goddamn fucking court reporter or fucking... <laughs> What are, what's those attorneys when you can't afford one? <laughs> what, uh, paralegal? Yeah, yeah, a pub, oh, public defender suit up. Paralegal, what am I talking about? I don't even know what I was. You I like probably a, had a job interview that day. Public defenders look so broke. Huh? Like public defenders. Like they look like <laughs> they look like they struggle. They might be wrangled through the papers. They don't know who they helping and shit. They just look stressed out. They got a folder. They carry that one little weird ass bag and shit. They got all them names in there. They trying to figure it out. They got, they got a, I mean, all the people for free, right? How do you become a public defender and not a regular lawyer? That's a good question. Danny. Because nobody be like, man, I'm going to be a public defender. I actually do know somebody that decided to be a public how are they? How are they? Are they okay? Well, they married rich, so oh, so she got time, and yeah, she see. So she probably dressing nice and stuff. So maybe she is, but like for <laughs> the most back. for the most part, man, those lawyers are like they were like forced to do it. Like no fern wouldn't hire me now. I got to work for the fucking state. <laughs> it's a public defender. Law school ain't cheap either. So yeah, that's 
So you gonna do all that shit and become a public defender? <laughs> it was a choice. <laughs> public defender's a choice. I'm public defender, man. <laughs> where where she live? Oh, sorry, sorry, public defender. Bro, why would they you dress ask nice. That, my nigga, like. <laughs> I was trying to see because because that is the level of public defending. If it depends on what city you in. That sounded very creepy and very weird. She's a married woman. She does I don't, not. I'm not asking about that. I just want to know what city she's defending. She my shot. That's definitely not what I'm trying to do. This public defender, you know what I mean? No, she married rich. Let her do that. Mm. Marrying rich. What the fuck do that really mean? Uh, April would know. I mean, not saying you did that. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm definitely not married. Very <laughs> <laughs> highly single. Um. <laughs> you shooting your shot at the but. world? <laughs> I wonder, like, because I wonder what people say that about, like, if me and Danella get married, are they like, oh, yeah, she married rich? They better say it. I mean. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it could go either way. Like, you know, men are stay-at-home husbands more and more now. So it's just, uh, you know, it could go either way. Stay-at-home husbands? Yeah. They exist. They definitely exist. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you don't know any? No, I <laughs> No, I actually don't. Stay-at-home husbands. I'm you trying. mean a stand-up comic? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right, you know, because they only go out at night. Yeah, at night. Yeah, they good. Got the kids doing the day and shit, writing jokes. Mm. I'm a stay-at-home husband. <laughs> slash comedian. You're right. That is mostly sound of crazy. I mean, that's what, what I, I, when I think of. about it, yeah. my first few years with Brittany and Judah, that's, because I would be, the, like, she would go to work during the day. And <laughs> you was a stay-at-home husband. Home, I was a stay-at-home husband. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, so you, I ain't know I was. Wow. I was a stay-at-home husband. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I never do that. <laughs> Shit. Stay at home. You made it happen, man. Good job, God bro. God damn. I was a stay at home husband. <laughs> yeah. For how long? For I think about a while. I mean, shit, I only did comedy at night. Shit. <laughs> and I wasn't doing movies and TV yet, so everything was stand up. You know what's funny? Ryan Davis has that same story. Mm. He a stay at home husband? Well, he wasn't a husband, but he was definitely a stay-at-home dad. Oh, okay. That's because we ain't doing shit. Like, it's it's literally most comedians, mm. are st- if they do take care of their children, mm. <laughs> are stay-at-home dads. Yeah. Fucking interesting. Because when I think about it, like, that's who I would hang out with. If I had the kids, the other comics with kids, what the fuck? We was all stay-at-home dads so at the park and shit. <laughs> Man, this, this, this podcast crazy. is all about revelation. Rev- that is revelation. fucking revelation. insane. A uh, wow! Yeah, I would. I guess I'm proud of that. So, so you would call the other comics like, "Yo, what y'all doing?" Yeah, like, "Yo, let's meet up," and we all have our children. We all had. We've all stay at home dads. <laughs> what was y'all at Chuck E. Cheese? You love Chuck E. Oh, Cheese. Oh, that shit. We was everywhere. You stayed at Chuck E. Oh, Cheese. I was stay at home dad it up. <laughs> like it was so funny. Even I think about it, cats would just hang out anyway. Like, huh. Even if they had kids, but I had my kids. Mm-hmm. They come to the house and shit. That's crazy when I think about it. I was a stay-at-home dad this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Wow. That's, but that's good though. It, it paid off. Yeah, but it's so funny that I never thought about it that way. You put that early work in. That's why y'all are so close now. Yeah, but I mean, you had to do. It. I mean, shit. Like, yeah. and I was, you know, I'm the fun guy. I'm the fun. 
I think I'm cool. I don't know. Brittany and them be picking on me now and shit. They like they, they be literally they be picking on me like for real. Like and her and I was like, she's like, Dad, do the thing you do. And I'm like, <laughs> my business, they all keep talking about like Judah wrote a sketch the other day and he wanted me to be in it. And we record. He's like, Dad, now do your uh your acting voice. And I'm like, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> he said, well, you know, you get really high pitched and talk fast. I said, no, I don't do that shit. He said, yeah, you do, but hey, man, I'm doing red. I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then I rewatched something. I'm like, oh, shit, I do do that. But it's like my performance energy. Mm-hmm. But he, but for him, for, for them to have a perspective of what they pay attention to me so much, mm-hmm. that they was like, do your acting voice. I want the little real voice. What the fuck do that mean? That's not how you talk to them. And- not the dad voice where you like sound like you're sleepy. But like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, all right. But I was like insulted because he was like doing it. I'm like, is this nigga roasting me? Yes. <laughs> he need that energy. But Judah's funny. He got thick skin. I give him that. But I was just telling him too, like, it's okay to go to therapy. I'm glad I could like wait. Seep that down to him. Like, so, go to therapy, man. He so, was talking to me about some deep shit one day. The kids therapy. This is the thing. It ain't about it ain't about kids there. It's just therapy. Like we Hmm. We were, I know growing up, it wasn't like, it wasn't offered unless it, unless they felt like you were crazy. Hmm. Like you had to be labeled like really off the meter. They'd be like, we got to get it there. Like, and I was telling Judah this, he's like, well, does it mean something wrong with me? I'm like, nah, bro. I'm like, honestly, you'll be ahead of the game. You start going out, brother, you would be a way better person than me. Because hmm. he was unpacking some things with me. And I'm being a parent. I'm listening. I'm like, man, nigga, you need therapy. I I don't have the answers for some of this shit. Like, this, <laughs> like you got to talk to Dr. Shemina or somebody. Cause I, but uh, no, but for real, like, I, I told him that. And he was like, okay. I'm like, whenever you're ready, I got you. Hmm. I wonder what's the earliest kids go to therapy. I mean, you Fair. never know. Because people go through dude, things early. Dude, I think white kids start going to therapy at three. <laughs> at three? Young as fuck. No, I'm dead. I'm dead fucking serious. Why do you think so? Because it's afforded. It's like this is, it's not even thought about as like a, because you know what also people used to look at therapy as, oh, this is an extra cost. Mm-hmm. I can't afford it. Blah, blah. It, so many excuses. And that's because at one time, if you do, I don't think black people feel like they were good enough to get it. Yeah. They feel like you had to be like just rich or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And then I think it was until niggas, more niggas started getting rich. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, so what's my excuse now? That's real. Because <laughs> I can only envision someone going to therapy, like with couples therapy, or like if it's one person, I see them like being rich in a suit, like getting a foot massage and like the head massage and like getting a therapy. And that's what I envision. I might be way up, but you know, I always talk about my vision. Yo, I did an episode of Rail mm-hmm. where I went to therapy and I still didn't go to therapy. Hmm. And I told Dr. Shamita this. I'm like, you know what's crazy? Because uh, who played the therapist? Uh, she played the mom on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I forgot her name. She's so dope. Um, to my Janet or? Nah. She played Will's mom. Um, but anyway, she almost looks like Dr. Shamita. She had her hair was short. It was literally, I told Dr. Shamita this today. I said, hey. Oh shit! I'm actually doing what I did in the fucking episode mm. now, mm. instead show, of then when I did it. So your show is like The Simpsons for me, yes, for me personally, sure. But it was it was crazy. I'm like, oh shit! And then it, the episode was about me unpacking my mom's death. Mm. So, but wow. I never even thought about really Gone. doing it. Yeah, 
Mm. But then I end up doing it. It's crazy. So who wrote that? You know who wrote that episode? Because, I mean, I I pitched it. I want to do the mm. mob episode. Kevin and Josh. Wow. Kevin Barnett, wow. Josh Rabinowitz. Yeah. And I remember calling them in tears after I read one of the uh, second passes of it, thanking them. Mm. That was one of the toughest weeks of my career shooting that. Like, because I had to relive all that shit again. Right. I was so fucking emotional. I was like, it was crazy. And then Judah played Little Me. Mm, that was awesome. Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. And I'm so glad Brittany was there and Judah was there because I needed them little hugs. <laughs> <laughs> and Janice. Janice was our Janice, what she do? Janice was the she would put all the No, nah, not script coordinator. She did all the, you know, oh, like no, she worked in props, right? Yeah, props. Yeah, Janice worked in props. When I tell you, she used to get the best mama hug. She'd be like, look, I know I ain't supposed to be hugging you on set, but come mm-hmm. here. Come on. Come on. I love Janice for that. Me and Gerard always talk about Janice. Like, we used to always be like, we'll fight for Janice. <laughs> Anybody ever say shit to Janice, they come to us, we'll fucking kill somebody for Janice. Because <laughs> she was one of the sweetest people I've ever met in this business. Mm-hmm. You know? And that was also, too, I, I think what I learned at therapy was like, how blessed I've been to have all these different type of mothers fill in for little stuff that I need. Miss Tina, uh, Beyonce mom, mm-hmm. she, before I shot my HBO special, literally wrote me out a prayer specifically for me. She was like, look, I, I usually do these for Beyonce, Kelly. I hope you're not offended. But I'm like, no, send it to me. I'm like, first of all, whatever prayer you've been writing for them niggas, <laughs> <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> Uh, and then I started reading it, and it was so specific to me. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's dope. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Mary Lindsay, who owned Jokes and Notes, yep. mm-hmm. and another one of my mamas. Yeah, you always attract, like, great people, like, around you. Yeah, As I far mean, as when it comes to that. It, what, I, what was I the preacher name that who? we used to go to in- uh, Pastor Qatar. Yes. Yeah, Pastor Qatar is- you know, look, everybody have their own beliefs and stuff. Everything she's ever prophesied to me mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, I remember she and we was in there and she said he was gonna be a, a TV star and she She did, said even more specific things in there. Oh wow. Like it was like specific things, mm-hmm. like what networks, mm-hmm. what movies, what this is is actually, you know, I talk to her all the time because I'm like kinda like a great example. We was, you know, we was going to church at that hotel. It was a little small. Oh, I remember. Small room. And the first the- time I went, I was on crutches. Okay. That was after that crazy shit. Yeah. I was in, I was so fucking broke. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember going down that bridge. It was right to the right. Mm-hmm. That whole, it was a moat. Was it a hotel? Was it a hotel? Yeah. A, like a Holiday Inn or some shit. Yeah. That was a little, in the conference little room. conference room. They had chairs set up, and that's where the church was. I went there with a few times. And I was, to this day, I don't care how many big churches I've been to, all that, that little room mm-hmm. was so powerful. It was. And it was so many things manifesting from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so shout out to Pastor Katara. Yeah, always. And she's just, and she's dope. Very. But I, you know what's funny, too? I always look at, like, people, like, when, I, when I'm searching, I was searching for things and spirituality and things like that. And, and you kind of look at them, like... You kind of not, but you like under them a little bit. And then like at one point you become like almost equal because you're you're hearing and seeing things and manifesting things. You get it now. Like, oh, I get it. That's how that goes. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, and that, you know, it's funny. That's what goes back to this 
moment in, in therapy, and I was I was kind of talking about it where I said, I sat there, I closed my eyes, and I talked to 12-year-old me. And all I said was, you did that. Hmm. Imagine telling yourself that shit, yo. Like the shit you kind of saw for yourself and didn't know if it could happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, hey, man. You did it. You did it. Right. You're dope. Yeah. You're the cool kid now. I don't know. And therapy does that. It it gives you a chance not only to heal, but also learn to like salute yourself. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we we try to go through life. We have all these goals, but we don't take time to like be like, "Hey, I'm proud of me." Yeah, appreciate yourself in a moment, man. And you're steady, uh, steady going for something else. Like, I got, I got to get this. You I can, get this. you I can get still this. have this ambitious mentality, mm-hmm. but celebrate those W's because them shits wasn't easy. Yeah, live <laughs> in it. Live in it. So yeah, um, I'm going to therapy. April, give me the number. I appreciate you. This was this was great. This was honest. This was honest. Um, I felt more vulnerable as well. So I'm gonna become a better man. I'm going to therapy. Thanks, bro. Thank you. You know what's funny? I mean, I believe you. <laughs> I'm going, man. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> this was too deep for me. Like the game going. This nigga about to go. In closing, I'm going to therapy. Then go out to the grove. Yes. Go talk to the lady. I'm going. Actually, I'm going to hike. That's one of my ways of um, like getting away from everything. Like I, I literally go hike. I try to go at least twice a week. I'm in down. Good for you, brother. Yeah. But see that lady. You hear what I'm saying to you? I got to go see that lady for sure. Oh yeah, I'll go see that lady. Okay. Man. Go see the lady. <laughs> All right. That's uh. That's our show today. That's it. Thank y'all for joining us at Keep It Real with Young Wayne. You already know. Peace out. Oh, you know now. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.